Hello. Today we are here with Kelly Wackerman. She is the creator and co-owner of The London Method, home to the original Lottie Burke exercise technique. If you're a fan of bar method, you've definitely heard of Lottie Burke. Kelly is a BASI certified Pilates instructor who became a master trainer in bar after falling in love with the method. Her research led her to England to train with the only daughter of Lottie Burke, Esther Fairfax. Join us as we dive in to learn more about Kelly, Esther, and her journey into the London Method. Ever wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success for vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Well, we are here with another episode of Dissecting Success, and I am so stoked because today we are here with my friend, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hi. Hey. <laughs> So Kelly has a really cool story and we're going to, we're going to dive into it and success is woven through it. And I've just really enjoyed, she just launched a podcast. So I've enjoyed listening to that and I can't wait for her next episode and for her to share her story with you. Why don't we start Kelly with just, you know, the nitty gritty. What does success mean to you? Well, I first want to say, it's so awesome that you guys have this podcast because the topic of success is something that I think is really important for people to just really contemplate or think about because there's so many aspects to success or it's really defined by people in so many different ways. So for me personally, um, success is yes, I own my own business and that has been one of the huge things in my life, but just being able to um, make choices on what you want to do each day and make your own schedule. That was for me a huge thing in my life. I'm a mother who um, is married to someone who travels a lot. So having my own schedule was a huge thing that I wanted to have in my life at some point. And I really found out that the only way to do that was to own my own company. So, so being able to make a choice on what you're able to do and then following up on that is also when you make choices, I realized that when you can say I get to do something rather than I have to do something. So when your life, when you're able to build your life into all these, I get to do's instead of I have to do's, or even just training yourself to start saying, I get to do this because in life, we're really lucky. Like anything we get to do is so, 
So we're lucky, right? Anything. So if you can like change your, your mindset about that, I really feel like success will just be in everything you do. Um, so those are, those are two huge, huge things for me. And then the last one is something that I actually just, I read a lot for one and something I read about recently was, um, about paying attention just as much to the means as to the end. So if you're going to set a goal for something, it's so great to achieve that goal. But if you don't enjoy the process leading up to the goal, then it's really not as satisfying because you're always going to be like, okay, what's the next one? What's the next one? And if you can learn to set up your goals in a way where you get to do everything to reach that goal, then all the way up to, to reaching it, you're going to be more satisfied and more in tune with what you're doing. And it will just overwhelm you with the good feelings because you'll already get the good feeling of accomplishing it, but then you'll also feel it along the way. So to me, those three things are really what success means to me. What I found out, um, through a lot of work, it hasn't been like, Oh, she just came to this one day, but, um, but that is really where I'm at right now. And so that is literally success to me. Yeah. I love that Kelly. That's amazing. I want to just zone in on one of those things you said, the get to do. Yes. Let's talk about this. So I know you have a quite um, an adventurous life. You know, you have twins, a husband who travels, you, and you have your own business. What are some of those get to do's that you've made your life work for you? Like what, what's in your life that's a get to do <clears throat> that you're super stoked about? Yeah, I mean, really getting to be able to go wherever I want to with went in regards to my kids. So if my kids have something, I set up my own schedule. So I get to be there for them all the time. Like I never have to say, no, I can't go there because I've made my own schedule and I get to make the choice on whether or not I can attend or not really. And that's, that's a huge get to, um, in my life and something that as a kid, I, you know, when you're a kid, you see things and you wish you had them as adults. So I get to give my kids things that I wanted to have as a kid that I didn't, that were important to me. And I get to give them to them, you know, and that's, that's really, and that came from, you know, having jobs. I remember one time I had a job and, um, the boss I was working for at the time, I really needed a certain weekend off for a really important, um, monumental thing that was happening in my life. Actually, my husband was going to be on Saturday night live, which when does that happen? Right. When does that ever happen again? And I asked my boss, I have to get this weekend off. And he told me that I couldn't go because, um, they had some event happening at the, at the job I was at, which wasn't even, I wasn't even required to work weekends. You guys like that was just, he was like, Oh no, we have this event. And as your position, you have to be there. And I, so he basically told me no, that I couldn't go. I didn't go. And then the night of the event, someone asked me like, Oh, isn't your husband on Saturday night live right now? And I said, yes. And the guy said, why aren't you there? And the, my boss right in front of this guy said, yeah, why aren't you there? And I was like, at that moment in my life, that's really when I decided that I didn't want to work for anyone else because it was just, he had made this flippant decision on my life. And I went along with it because I thought I had to. And I missed a huge thing that I really wanted to be there for. 
due to due to work that really was insignificant to someone else in his mind. Like he either didn't even remember saying that or whatever his reasoning was. So it was really at that point that I ventured off and um, found Pilates, which is how I ended up doing what I'm doing now today. But it was that moment that changed my life on what I was going to do with my my schedule and work and basically everything that goes along with that. Wow. I think that is incredible. And just when you were telling this story, Kelly, I literally got goosebumps because like for me, like you take me to this moment and you spoken a lot about I get to and choices, right? And I think that so often we think, you know, things are happening to us, but that was such a universal things are happening for us moment. And I have goosebumps even repeating <laughs> it because, you, you know, you felt like you had no choice because your boss was like, you know, you got to show up for this, even though you aren't supposed to work on weekends. Right. And so you show up and you, you know, for, for the job rather than showing up for your husband who has this incredible moment in his life. And then you find yourself in this situation where your showing up is completely squashed and being like, yo, why are you here? Which is just such a slap in the face. But you know what I love about this? Instead of going small and being like, yeah, you know, life's bad and this is it. You choose to be like, you know what? I'm never going to work for somebody else again. And I'm going to figure out a way where I live. I, uh, I get to choose life, not I have to do life. And I just think that's so incredible. I, I just wanted to highlight that because I think that's where so many of us get stuck, right? So big thumbs up. It's so, it's so, so true. It really, it really is. And it's a, the, the other thing I do want to hone in on too, is the, the mindset, right. That you can have, I think the way that we look at situations and exactly what you're talking about, like life happening to you, we all have a choice. And I think we don't realize that we have a choice. Like if I'm thinking back, even just thinking back to that moment, I would never have made that choice today ever. Like I would have known my place. I would have said, no, 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 I'm going to this. Like I would have never, but I was young and not that that's a totally an excuse, but I, I just didn't get it yet, you know? And, and so looking back, I would have made different choices. But the other thing is with the mindset, you can either, things can happen to you and you can either, like you say, shrink down or not learn from it. But everything in my life that has happened bad or good, I've looked at it and been like, okay, what are the, what's the, what's the goodness in this? Like, what's the gem in here that I'm not seeing that I can learn from this so that when I move forward in my life, I don't make that mistake again. And it really comes back to feeling. Okay. So like, how do you feel? Like, how did I feel in that moment? I felt so shitty. Can I say shitty on your podcast? I think I've heard your girls cuss. Okay. So I felt <laughs> so shitty in that moment that I was like, I won't let myself feel that again. I will make choices to not feel that again. Right. So the mindset that you have to have, I think for going towards success is to know that whether something is labeled good or bad, things just happen. Like things happen in life. They're not good. They're not bad. It's all how we interpret them. Right. So we can look at everything as like, God, that wasn't a really great moment, but 
there is good in it because I can now know how I felt, not make choices to put me in that situation again and move forward. And I think that's the mindset that comes with success, because if you let things take you down, you can't move forward. And that's when people stop. Right. And you can't stop. There's like no stopping when you're in this forward motion. And like, I'm on a mission with what I'm doing with, um, with the company that I have and I'm, you know, things happen and I'm like, okay, fine. That's all right. And I'm moving forward with it, you know? So that's, that's the mindset I have. And, and it's been a, it's been a process, but I love where I'm at at this moment. You know, I love that. Oh my God. Let's dive into that a bit more. Where are you at? What are you doing with your company? Let's talk about kind of a high level, how you got into the London method, where that came from, from your, you know, going from discovering Pilates to the London method and where you're taking that business next. Yeah. So the London method is, is a business I started. I have an amazing business partner, Pamela Kennedy in it. And it is a, if you, if anyone's, if your listeners have heard of bar, it's um, B-A-R-E. I always spell it because some people think it's like bar A or it's just, it's a ballet bar workout that uses the bar for leverage and support. Basically it's a core conditioning class that, um, I learned from the originator of bar. Her name is Lottie Burke. And in 2015, uh, I read a book, reading books can change your life. This just proves it. And, um, I read a book that Lottie Burke's daughter, Esther Fairfax had written, Um, and I learned that she had been studying her mother's work for the last 50 or 60 years in the countryside of England. So I reached out to her being that I, I taught bar at this time. I taught Pilates was my first love into the fitness industry. And then I moved into bar quite, quite soon after that. And so I had been teaching for a long time when I heard about this woman and I met her um, over the phone, we had these phone conversations and I found out that the way that this exercise technique that is huge in America and all over the world actually had not been brought to the United States in the way that her mom had originally designed it. So it was brought here. Um, it was changed when it hit American soil. And so the version that we all saw in America and then all over the world, because a lot of people look to America for how things are. And so the whole world kind of follows this changed version. Um, I found out that there was a lot of differences in the way that it was originally designed. So this woman, um, her name is Esther Fairfax, Lottie Burke's daughter offered to train me in the original method in 2015. And uh, as a mom of twins, and a wife of a traveling musician, I was just like, oh my God, I don't know if I can go to England. Like, how am I going to get to England? I have these four-year-old kids. And, and I, it was one of those moments where I felt like if I don't go and learn what this woman has to teach, I'm going to regret it. It was one of those moments where you're like, I know that I'm going to regret this if I don't go. And so I went, I just made the choice. Um, and went to England. I went for a week ahead of my family and then my mom and my husband and my twin boys followed and came over and we spent three and a half weeks over there. I got us a little flat in the, in the countryside. And I can tell you that that was one of the most life-changing moments for me because I stumbled upon this technique, this, this community of women that were all, some of them were in their sixties and seventies because they have been training with her now, um, for, you know, 50 years, some of them, because they were, she, Esther was 81 when she trained me. And these women were like the most fit, 
women I had ever seen, they like change in front of you. So in England, you don't wear your workout clothes all around town like we do. So we would go take class with Esther and in, in her, she has the studio attached for her house. So all the women undress into their like underwear and bra. And you're just like, okay, what is going on? All these women are like the backs of their legs are smooth. Their waists are in, they have, the, they all have this shape. And I was like, what is this magical method because I was like seeing it with my own eyes. Right. And so what happened was my own waist pulled in an inch and a half from training with Esther for, um, just three and a half weeks. And I came home from that experience and just tried this technique on my clients that I had. I just put it on Facebook. I was like, I've learned this method. It's different than what I've been teaching, but why don't you come over and we'll do a little test group. So I did two different test groups and both groups. It was like across the board. I did them two months, one month, one group, one month, the other group in May and June of 2015. And every single woman, you guys that did it at least twice a week. And it was every, every woman did it. Like they did. I'm like, commit, don't change your diet. Don't change anything. I just want to see if what happened to me will happen to you. And it was across the board. Every woman pulled in at least an inch, some girls, two inches in these, this 30 day period, because of this, it's, I call it waste whittling now, but this waste whittling technique. And I, I literally was like, okay, this woman, Lottie Burke had created a formula where if you follow it, if you follow the formula, like a recipe, right? The recipe, and you don't take out certain parts and put other parts in to like change the recipe. If you follow the original recipe, it was, you know, like every girl got these results. And from that, you know, these women that were in my test groups, they obviously wanted to continue on. And through the summer, they were going to barbecues and their friends are saying, what are you doing? I can like see your your body leaning out. I can see you changing. Like, I don't know. I'm going to this girl's house. She calls it the London method. And, uh, these things are happening. So I'm not joking. You guys, like that was May, June by October. I was teaching 25 classes outside of my home studio that I, um, had my friend design and build in my house. Uh, and I was like, had wait lists for all the classes. There were women coming in and out of my house. My neighbors were like, what is going on? Like what we we're not complaining. Cause you have like beautiful ladies coming in and out of your house with yoga mats or mats all the time, but what is going on? And I, I finally had to open a studio and that's with my business partner today. Pam Kennedy was one of my original clients in those classes. And she was like, you are busting at the seams. If you want to do this at a real location, I will do it with you. And she had the location. So I went there and the weirdest thing, when I talk about these coincidences that happen in life, um, I had already done the branding for the London method when I met Pam but when I went to the space that she had, it used to be like an old antique shop. And our, our color of the, of TLM Lena method is this blush. And I walked in, the door was like really retro looking, which is great. Cause it was like an old technique we were bringing, we were modernizing, but the whole in space was the exact blush that I had done the whole brand in the whole thing was that color. I mean, of course we ended up painting it white. Cause that was the color we wanted, but I was just like, and it was the perfectly priced. It was low rent, which I always said, I'm never going to pay like a tons of money to rent for a place because I saw people go down that way. So I learned a lot through my life too, on what not to do. And I was like, the rent is right. I already have people knocking down my doors. That was my other thing. I said, I don't want to pay a lot of rent if I ever have a studio and I want there to be like people knowing about it and coming when I, when I open, if I open something. So with Pam, like talk about two peas in a pod, you guys, which I've heard you say, Pam and I, um, just have this magical relationship. And we've been in business now together, um, for almost six years. And it's just been the, like, 
obviously besides having my twins, the biggest highlight of my life is being able to share what I learned in England in that experience with the world. And now we do trainings internationally. So instead of keeping the method to ourselves, we decided that we wanted to train other people who are interested in it. So we, we host trainings every quarter, four times a year, uh, started actually in COVID. And um, it's just been so amazing because now we have all these other um, people. I'll say women though, because it has been all women so far, but we have them all with us now. So it's like, we started, it was me, then Pam joined, then we have all our teachers for our studio. And now we have this whole network of people that are all spreading the word of this technique. Cause a lot of people, you guys don't know that this even existed. In fact, I didn't know I was teaching what I was told was Lottie Burke. And then when I went, which it is, it's a version of her work. Um, but to learn the original, just changed the way I looked at the exercises so much. And I want to share that with people. Cause when I went to England as a bar instructor, um, I felt cheated. Honestly, I was like, wait, why didn't I get to learn this? Like there were so many things in here that got left out that are so important to the technique that when I felt that like cheated feeling, and then I got to show other people, I wanted other people to feel what I feel and be able to share that with the world, which I know is sort of unique in my industry because a lot of people were like, you should franchise it and you should just not let anyone else have it. And I was like, that's not me. That's not Pam. And you know what else it wasn't? It's not Lottie Burke. She wanted the whole world to enjoy her exercises because she had created this, you know, heals your back when it pulls in your waist. That's what it is. It's actually about strengthening your core. And one of the side effects is your waist comes in, which isn't a bad side effect. Right. So she wanted like the whole world to experience it, but the way that it went out, it turned into this, like, we own this and now everyone's claiming that they own it. And it turned into this kind of battle between studios, which is not what she wanted. And that's why I created the Lena method to, to honor that, that she wanted everyone to have it. And so if you do our training, you get it and then you can use it. And that's what we want. And that's what she wanted. And so we're honoring the legacy in that way. Um, and that's really why the way it was designed was based on the way that she originally wanted it. So uh, that was a really long answer. <laughs> you know what? I, I love that. And I think it's brilliant. I, I mean, every time we tell this story, I just learned something new and I, I think it's super fascinating. And like I've gained a bit of weight recently, which is okay. Cause I've had some stuff go on in my personal life with my hormones and a miscarriage and all this stuff. But as you're saying this, I'm writing down, sign up for London method <laughs> because well, I'm looking to regain my strength. And like, you know what? I would like to lose a couple inches because I put a couple inches on. It took me three months to, sorry, it took me like three years to lose 20 pounds and three months to gain 15. So sign me yeah. up. And the, the one thing I want to point out too, that's really key. And you're beautiful by the way. And I'm so sorry about the miscarriage. I was like a feeling for you through all that. And I never got to say that. So I am so sorry, but I, I literally can tell you, like, I was just talking about this the other day. It's not, this technique is really about strength. Number one, you will, you will gain core strength like you've never seen. I mean, I can't tell you, I could tell you the stories another day about all the strength I've gained personally but you, you gain strength and, and you shape your body. So it doesn't matter. The size is not what it's about. Right. So we're all different sizes and we all have different, like, I love food. I am a foodie. Food is my thing. If you go to my Instagram, I will be posting food pics and I'm not, I'm not going to like be sorry about it. Cause I do, I love, I think food's beautiful. And, um, 
I really think that you find the way that you like to live, right? So find the way you like to live. Sometimes like I can be super tiny, like really small, but I have to watch every single thing that I put in my mouth. I have to be so disciplined and I've gone through different phases in my life where I've done that. And it's just not what makes me happy. I love food. I love eating. So I love to be the size that I was meant to be. But when you have this shape, which is what you get from, from TLM, this pulled in waist, the backs of your legs are smooth. Your butt is lifted and round. Like it does not matter what size you are. In fact, I was at a Starbucks, um, obviously it was probably a while ago, but I, there was this woman in there. She was beautiful. She was a little heavier set, but she had this like amazing figure. Like her figure was so beautiful. And she was like chasing her kids around and her husband went outside. I was just like, I just have to tell you like your shape, you're beautiful. Like what do you do? You do anything? I'm a fitness instructor and I just can't help, but I just like notice people's shapes. And she was just like, what me? I'm like, yeah. Like, and she's like, I'm like, what do you do? But she's like, I don't do anything. This is just my natural. I'm like, okay, you are blessed girl because you're, you're, and she was just like, the look on her face was so happy. Like she just had this inner glow and that's what I do. I'm like, and that's what we do at the London method. We're like, compliment girls, tell girls, guys, whatever, give whatever you're feeling, just say it to people because we, we don't say things sometimes because we're afraid of whatever. I don't know. I mean, I was there with my family. She was there with her family. So I'm like, she's not gonna think I'm picking up on her. I'm just honestly like just admiring her shape because it was beautiful. And just, just don't worry about all the things that people could possibly think, just be yourself and say those things in those moments, because people really appreciate it. And, and I don't know, I'm just like a no hold, no, don't hold back kind of person. And when I feel something, I just got to let it out. (laughs) I love that. I think that's so great. I love that because I'm that person that in public, if I like someone's hairstyle or outfit, I compliment them. And I think that's great. And we should do that more. Like you see something you like online, especially online, like let's support each other. Let's lift each other up. Like get, let's say nice things to each other. Like that's, that's what we should be doing as people. Um, And I love what you just said about, you know, um, being stronger. It's funny because I have a few friends here and there might say, Oh, I'm out of shape or I need to get in shape. I'm like, honey, we're all a shape. We're all in a shape. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are whatever your shape is right at that moment. So no, I just, I just think there's two, we torture ourselves so much in so many ways, you know, it's just, and I've done it. That's how I know I've lived a torturous life. And it's just, it's not like when you realize how you like to feel and you pay attention to that, you just notice like, okay, I mean, believe me, I, I still like, I love healthy foods. In fact, like one of my things is I love to cook healthy and make it taste like it's not, that's like my thing with cooking. Cause if you're going to give me food that tastes like shit, sorry, I guess shit's my word today. If you're going to give me food that tastes like shit, I don't care how good for me it is. If it doesn't taste good, I'm not eating it. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to eat it. So, so that's been one of my things is I love to cook and I love to eat and experience food. But when I cook, I will find a way to make food healthy and taste really good. That's kind of like a thing. It's like a challenge to me. I'm like, I'm going to make that, but I'm going to still make it taste good and not have some, because food I have noticed too, pay attention how you feel. There's certain foods that don't make me feel good, even though they might taste really good. I am all about how I feel. So I'm like, if I am not liking how that's feeling, I'm going to just have a little, if I really like the flavor, but not eat too much of it. You know, I'm just like very aware of, of what, and we all have different things that don't make us feel good when we eat them. 
Um, but I just think a lot of people just don't pay attention to that. They're just like, I'm just gonna eat this because I love it. And then it makes them feel not good. And they're just like, oh, it was because I ate something that was bad for me. It's like, well, maybe you just made, ate something that your body's not able to process properly. And that's the feeling you're getting. And then if you can put those two together, you'll start making choices for yourself that are different. And believe me, I'm still going to eat like cheesecake or whatever someone makes. If they make it homemade, I am having my bites of it. And then I'll be like, okay, I know that if I ate that whole thing, it's not going to make me feel good. So I'm not going to eat the whole thing, but I will freaking taste anything you give me. (laughs) Yeah. I love that Kelly. And you know, one thing, I mean, you keep like saying it and I'm big on this too. And I know you've listened to the podcast and I'm all about like focusing on how you feel and make choices that make you feel the way you want to feel. Like that's how you reverse engineer goals and your vision. And that's how you stay really steady through life. Even if your, you know, tangible goals shift. Um, So I love that. And um, you know, also, it's just so fascinating, you know, and, and I feel like plan, I call more and more of these people in on our podcast as well. But what I love about you, what you do with the London method, and I, I also cannot wait to um, take a class and try it out. I also was on your Instagram and I was watching that genie move. And for, like right away when I saw it, I was like, I, I was like, I want to learn how to do the genie move. That looks really cool. But, you know, your viewpoint on sharing this and really focusing on getting people in and having them feel good and doing something that makes them feel good and their bodies right all of that and you wanting to spread the method not keep it in that's such an abundance mindset knowing that there is enough for all of us that we don't need to you know hold something in or label something or you know box it in and be like only I get to you know do that to say you know I get to teach it to you and you get to teach it to somebody else and and so on right like we're spreading this message of an incredible woman. And I know you've got a really cool project that you're working on right now that tells us a little bit more about that. And I'd love for you to tell our listeners what that is. And I also know that you've got a really cool gift for our listeners. So why don't you tell us those two things, the fun thing you're up to right now that really honors this incredible person, Lottie, as well as what our listeners get from you after listening to this incredible episode. Yeah, I would love to to talk about that. So I, I in the industry I'm in, a lot of people actually don't know. If you look up Lottie Burke, um, you know, you can look up her name and actually her name is, it says, you know, the first thing that pops up when you look up somebody is their name and their birthday. Her birthday is actually wrong on the internet. So it says that she's born on the 17th and she was actually born on the 13th or sorry. It says she's born on the 13th that she was actually born on the 17th. So of January, they have her birthday wrong online and you'll get like a little paragraph, maybe two of her background, but they don't really tell the full story of Lottie. Um, her daughter has shared a lot of her experience with her mom but prior to that, there's not a lot. So I, I created a podcast um, and it's called Behind the Bar History because it's really about the history of Behind the, the Bar. Um, and I'm, I start at the beginning. I just started the podcast so you can you can join it and listen. Um, and I have the Instagram Behind the Bar podcast that they can look up if they want to join and listen on. But we started at the beginning with Lottie's life as a child 
And then, because what also I've learned in life is a lot of the things we do as adults are based on feelings that felt comfortable with, for us as children. Right. So a lot of the choices that, um, that we make may feel like, right. Because they feel comfortable because that's how we felt as a child, but yet they might not be what's right for us as an adult. So if you can go back and look at those, and that's what I've been doing a lot in my own life. So looking at her life, I've been telling the story of her childhood. We're going to move up until this week. We're more on when she's a young adult. And then we're going to move into when she creates and launches the method. We'll talk to, about her as a mom. So we're going to go through and look at the, the story of her because it's really fascinating. I mean, her mom died at the table when she was a child in laughing at their dad was telling a joke and their mom fell back in the chair and had a stroke when she was eight years old. So this woman has been through some severe trauma and she, it shows later in her life, but I wanted everyone to know, like when I hear someone does something, I always want to know why did they do that? Like people just don't go out and do things for no reason. I mean, I, I have a degree in psychology, so maybe that's just the psychology brain in me. I want to like know things about people, but I always do want to know that. So I wanted to know this about Lottie and I've been speaking with her daughter, Esther, who's become like a family member to me every Saturday. And we have these conversations and I was just basically like, I want to tell the story of your family and I'm going to do it in a podcast. And so she'll be a guest on there too. Um, when I I'm going to England soon and she'll be a guest on there. And, um, I just think it's really important to get the story out. So that behind the bar history is where you can find that. Go to the, go to my Instagram, which is behind the bar podcast to find that. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to offer, just so your experience, your, if your listeners are like, oh my gosh, like I really want to experience what this girl's talking about. We're going to give them a, it's an option to take our classes. We're going to give them two free classes, free classes on our live site. So, which means if you're going to go, they're going to go to the London method.net, which is our general website. And then they're going to purchase two classes. We'll have it up there and they're going to put two P's pod, no capitals two T W O P's pod, because you two are two P's in a pod. Pam and I are two P's in a pod. And, um, it's just, all about, I guess Esther and Lottie were two peas in a pod. Like there's just so many of these twos of these women's that are just fabulous that I've known. So we're going to do that. And they're going to get two classes to try for free, um, which is an awesome offering that we don't usually do, but we want to do that for your, your clients. And then, um, also if, if they're interested in those are live classes, so you actually can take with Pam, myself, or any of our teachers, cause we all teach on there live, or if they're just more interested in on demand, they can always go to, um, the London method TV.com and they can get the, we also have an on-demand program. Those aren't live, but they can get two weeks. They could try that for two weeks without a code. So those are just two things that they can do. Um, they can listen to the podcast. I always have my hands in anything like we, I do different self-development things. Like I'm just always talking about this stuff in my life because it's so important. That's why when I, when I got to be on your podcast and I was just so happy because I've listened to you guys and what you talk about is just literally how my brain thinks. So I just, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for today. <laughs> Yay. And we are so, so thrilled. You've shared so many incredible things with us today and I'm so excited for our listeners and I'm so excited for myself just gonna say it for trying this too because I'm dying to to actually experiencing 
one of those classes and find out what it's all about. And I'd like to ask you one last question before we wrap up today. And that is really, what is one piece of advice that you would give someone who's on their path to success that you're like, do this one thing? So my advice is when you can identify that thing that makes you light up inside whenever you do it, or you just, it could be something you remember from when you were a kid that you're like, I really enjoy do that. And I want to do more of that. Find a way to do it. Like that thing needs to be in your life. And for me, it was a, it was a business idea and I was able to make it into something, um, that became my life's work. Um, because staying fit and healthy was kind of something I focused on. Even, even as a kid has been in my genes and the way I get to do it is I just feel so lucky, but don't give up. So even if there's things that seem to be getting in your way, if you know that this is what lights you up, like, just don't, don't give up, just keep at it. Keep finding ways to put it in your life. Because if you can spend your life doing something you love, and even if it's just not your, if you can't make it your business, if you could just spend your time doing that, you're just going to be a a happier person. And, um, I just really believe in this mindset of like spending your time doing, doing things you love. One of the things that I just have to close with is that I read about a study that talked about when people, the thing that is most regretted on people's deathbed. So this, this woman, like she studied a bunch of people that were about to die and asked them, not one person said, I wish I had made more money or I wish I had worked more at a job I hated. They all said, I wish I had spent more time with the people I love or doing the things I love. That was like the common theme of people on their deathbed. So for me, obviously best case scenario is find what you love, find a way to make a ton of money at it. So you can like do it, which I feel I've been lucky enough to do, but if you can start with just doing that thing more, um, you might find that you can figure out a way to make it your life, your life's work, your business, how to make money. And they can have people like you to guide them through it. Because when you have, when you want to invest in yourself and you want to make it your business, you need people helping you. I can tell you that from somebody who has done it without help and done it with help, like your program momentum and the offerings that you give, like you got to invest in yourself. So, um, again, a really long way to say, just do what you love, find a way to do it. And if you want to make it a business, get help to figure out how to make it your business. If you, if you don't know how, and we all need help, right. We all need help from one another. So so thankful to have you guys in my life as well. So Kelly, we're so excited to be on this journey with you to support you, to lift you up for our listeners, to let your knowledge into their brain. So pumped. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us and thanks for tuning in. Peace. Thanks ladies. Thank you. That's a wrap for another episode of dissecting success. Enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.